This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Sam. And I'm Melissa. I grew up in the FLDS community. It is a polygamous group run by Warren Jeffs, and I moved out when I was 18 years old. I was raised LDS. Sam and I have been married for nine years and have two awesome kiddos. Yes, we do. We want to quickly say thank you so much to all of our donors and members of our YouTube. Thank you so much. Today, we are back out in my hometown. My, myself and Mike King had a great opportunity to go out there. This is the next video in the series. And once again, Mike King worked in law enforcement for many, many years and had a lot to do with the FLDS church, FLDS leaders. And he also spent a lot of time in front of and discussing things with my own father because my father was the mayor of Hildale, Utah. So today we are standing in front of my childhood home to discuss a little bit about what that was like for me out there and kind of comparing stories with Mike King. So it was yeah. a great time. Yes, Mike has a YouTube channel called Profiling Evil where he covers a lot of different groups, not just the FLDS. So we just adore him. He's a great guy and it's always fun to hear his perspectives from the other side. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome back everyone. Sam here from Growing Up in Polygamy. And I'm Mike from Profiling Evil. I am currently standing right in front of my childhood home that I moved into <laughs> about the age of nine or 10 years old. Uh, before this home, I was living in a double wide trailer with my family and all of my siblings. So you can imagine how fun that was. How do 34 <laughs> people live in a double wide trailer? Well, you live on top of each other. That's what you do. <laughs> oh my goodness. And you know what? In the winter time, it helped to keep the place warm with that many people in there. But about the age of nine or 10, I moved across the street into the home you see behind us here. And that was my childhood home where I had most of my memories here in, in Hildale, Utah. Well, you know, it's interesting because this is actually how I met you, Sam, is is uh, I was watching a video. I was actually out here taking pictures of the old Zion archways that used to be over yes. some of the homes. And uh, and I saw that on one of your videos, and that's when I first had contact with you. Yeah, yeah, and that's something that during the time, this was after Warren Jeffs was put in prison, and you probably can't see it here. Maybe we can get a closer shot. But Zion... It was on the archway. No, that's why we were... <laughs> yeah, I love watching your face in real time, realizing, because I was just thinking that it's so, I don't know, it makes even me sad because around this home, there was a beautiful stone fence, mm -hmm. and then it had an archway, which we'll have to grab a picture of it from one of our past videos. I think I can get a picture somewhere, but like it had the stone and in the stone said Zion, but it was like an arched stone way to get like 
onto their sidewalk. Like it was right. along the, the road, the but it was beautiful. Up. Yeah. So <laughs> it's funny because in I'm facing the camera this way and my childhood home is behind me in this. And my memories, I'm just thinking about what it was like when I was there, not even registering in that moment that the fence that we, the big rock wall that we had built around our home is no longer there, obviously, as you can see. And the Zion archway, all of that's just gone. So that's why I turn around and I say, oh, oh, yeah, that <laughs> nothing's here anymore. So anyway, yeah, it was kind of interesting, but we put so much time and effort into that rock wall and fence so mm -hmm. to see that it's gone now is i mean i can kind of understand why they would take it down there it seems like a lot of properties were trying to take down the walls take down the fences to make it seem like it's more open and welcoming now but yeah. but it was it, it was a little sad to see it go the the idea of that rock fence wasn't ever to be like a big block wall around our That's home. That's what I was just going to say. It never felt like that. Like as an outsider perspective, the first time I saw it, it wasn't like these other walls, like in front of Warren Jeff's homes where it's these big concrete mm -hmm. walls and you can't see through them at all. It wasn't. It seemed very much decorative. You could tell that they were like stonemason family. That's right. what it felt like to me. And it wasn't like all the way. It was like these beautiful real stone pillars yeah. and then fencing that you could see through in between these pillars so again you can maybe we'll just put a link to our other video showing the tour so they can see the fence mm -hmm. but it didn't seem like a secretive type of wall it seemed like a decorative beautiful one and for those of you who are wondering or if you ever go out to short creek if you go down the street to the left, like in front of that new gray house behind his house, mm -hmm. they left like two of the pillars up on yeah. one of the other homes that got built in the backyard. There's just a, yep, there's so a, you'll see a little, a little bit left over. Also, the two homes just behind the home that I was born and not born, but that I was raised in for most of my childhood, uh, there's two homes right behind it. And both of those are within the yard that I grew up in. So we had a really big backyard, they enough to fit two homes and have plenty of space to keep my childhood home there as well. So anyway, very big yard, but yeah, it's crazy. When I turned around, I just, it just registered and dawned on me that, oh yeah, nothing that I grew up with is, or as far as the fans is still here. Yeah, which is what had Zion on it. Exactly. We're going to talk about it. In fact, um, I'm, I'm glad that you just realized that because that has been torn down, that fence line yes. and everything. But I'm sure that you have a photograph that we could put in here to to, yes. to show people what that looked like. We do. So but it's a sign of how things are changing. But explain what was yes. going on there. So that's not his house, by the no, way, we'll, that Zion. We'll, we'll throw, yeah, we'll throw a picture up here of the archway and all that that was there. Yeah, but that's just an example. A lot of them had Zion above the doors of their homes, or in this case, it looks like a trailer still. It didn't matter um, yeah. what kind of home it was. So, they would put Zion above the door. Yeah, so Zion was just to symbolize that I'm still a follower of Warren Jeffs, basically, is what it was. Uh, a lot of the homes would put these above their doors. And then there would be other homes that didn't have them. And that's, it was pretty obvious to know right away, either these people don't follow Warren Jeffs or they aren't righteous enough to be included in this group of the Zion people. I honestly didn't realize until this moment that the Zion sign was on our big rock fence that we had built around our, our home there, around our yard. And that, that rock fence took us a lot of time sweat tears to get that up and going and so to to look at it now and see that it's all torn down that's a little bit disheartening but 
but Zion was put on there as a sign of saying we stand strong and we are living and obeying Warren Jeffs even though he's in prison we are a part of that group that still believes he is a prophet of God and so you would see throughout the community not so much anymore because most of Warren's followers have moved out but you see Zion above the door or Zion above uh, on the fence or something and that was just an outward sign of their faithfulness to Warren Jeffs just want to point out here really quick a side note that we didn't get into with this video with Mike right behind Mike's head there are two windows in the rock border along the bottom of the home the one just to his right when we're looking at him so I guess it would be to his left to Closest our to the front door to our right the one right next to the front door I don't know if it still is but when we were living out there we painted the frame of that window chrome so that people, our friends and people that weren't allowed to come over and visit with us would know which window was ours and they could knock on the window and we could open the window and talk to our friends and, and, naughty, things, and naughty. things like that. Or wave to girls that are driving by, you know, look for the chrome window. Anyway, that was the room that I stayed in through that window right there. That I, I, it's hard to tell in this picture, and I didn't take a close look when we were out there, but it was painted chrome, if it still isn't. Oh, my word. That's hilarious. <laughs> Finding any way you can to talk to girls, yeah, see right. how you are. <laughs> you know, I, I remember driving by those and, and, frankly, being a little disturbed by what I saw. Not much different than the UEP I saw on the side of another house. Again, just declarations of who's in charge and what this community is all about. But as I did some research too, I, I reflected on the the biblical Passover and the, the uh, painting around the doorway yes, yes. Uh, in, in biblical times. And as I talked to people that would share things years ago, it also came out that that was a place of refuge where someone walking down the street would know that there was a fellow believer. That is very true. And that's something I wanted to point out. And the, the UEP that we had just shown footage of before this was when I saw that, I was so proud to be a part of this tight-knit group that, you know, that we would we would display our faithfulness to a certain group and our, our desire to follow God's church, as we thought. And so... I imagine I wasn't here during the time when people started throwing these signs up, the Zion signs up around their homes. But I imagine it was similar that they were very proud to see there were other people that believed as they believed. Yeah. Now, just to the west of your home is probably a picture perfect home of polygamy in action, a home that's unfinished. And uh, from the law enforcement perspective, they were unfinished because it was a wage of like taxes. Ooh, that is some windy wind. We are, we are so sorry about this wind here. So yes. I'll just jump in so that hopefully you can hear me now a little bit better <laughs> than with all that yes, wind. Yes, and this is, we went, we actually sent this off to have the, um, the sound and audio fixed right. and this is the best they could do so we really do apologize was, uh, yeah so the the mics we were using don't love the wind apparently so 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 sorry about that but yes this home this was our neighbor's home in fact we weren't really 
allowed to mingle with our neighbors because we were told that some neighbors would have a bad influence on us and yada, 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 which is interesting that even though it was within the same church and within the same community, this Mm -hmm. bubble of a community, we (laughs) still weren't allowed to mingle and have friends with our neighbors necessarily. So just a side note there. But anyway, yes, this is our neighbor's home here. A good example of a home that is most likely, I never went inside, but is most likely finished on the inside. The outside is not finished completely. And I don't, you know, there's lots of different reasons behind why some people say it's for tax purposes, so they don't have to pay as much taxes. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons they don't, they don't finish their homes. That's what I was always told. Right. But there's a lot of other reasons, I think. And I don't remember if we get into this or not. Hopefully we can hear the audio a little bit better now, but... Let's see if we get into this at all with Mike, and if not, I will talk about some of the other reasons. Well, a lot of things. Uh, the taxes, being because of taxes, you can imagine why, was nothing that I was ever told growing up out here. When I lived here, I never in a million years would have expected that it was to turn around taxes somehow. Interesting, right? Wow. But now that I've been out, that's the main idea behind it is to avoid taxes in some way. But when I was living here, we were primarily told it was, well, it was just kind of the simple fact that people were popping up houses and trying to finish the interior as quickly as possible to be able to move in. Because so many families were showing up from different places, from Salt Lake City area, when they were told to move down to to Short Creek or from Canada, different places they were moving in. And so we were popping up houses left and right, trying to get places for people to stay. And so I was just under the impression that there wasn't time or money to finish the outside. We just needed to finish the inside. Mm. You know, it it, uh, always disturbed me, not only from the fact that they were getting away with taxes and who wouldn't want to bank what you pay in property taxes every year and use it somewhere else. (laughs) But um, that paid for the roads that you were driving on, many in this community, which were dirt and and there sure. still, still are very are few, yes. yeah, there are very few even curb and gutter in in this community. Right. But um, that was always troubling to me. But I guess what was more troubling was the fact that families like yours or families like your neighbor right there uh-huh. were living in really destitute conditions. And yet mansions were being built for your prophet and your leaders. And of course, those mansions for the leaders were being done on the outside and very beautiful homes inside and out. And not to mention that these homes were being built by the community members. I spent much many of hours building rock or not rock, but block fences and things around these communities to help hide our leaders. And, you know, so it was something that we were happy to do because it was we were doing it for God's church. And so we thought that it was the best thing we could do. Well, and I guess it's not much different than many faiths who build elaborate uh, temples and and churches and cathedrals that it's a way of of expressing your love for God. And exactly. um, But again, it was always troubling to me because the layperson is no different than the prophet other than the calling exactly that's very true and now that i've been out for a while and looking into the way things used to be when i lived here of course i'm very angry to see that warren jeff specifically and some of the other leaders took advantage of the people here a lot yeah 
Uh, hey, let's uh, let's run over to the city offices for a moment. Sounds Should great. We? Every time I was in the city office, it was because I was in trouble and had to meet my father <laughs> there. So this will be interesting. Yeah, we'll see if your stomach starts to get knotted up <laughs> yeah. when we pull up. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, there you have it. So I was I was very happy to and, and still happy to say that the outside of our home was done. I think it was important for my father to you know, if you have something or you're giving, given something in this case to take care, take good care of it. So we spent a lot of time and effort and money to make sure the exterior of the home we lived in was finished and was nice. So I, there's still debate out there on why some homes never got finished. I do think that some of them was because of the taxes. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that that was definitely a reason. I don't know if that was the primary reason or if, like I said earlier, some people just wanted to move in. And because the homes that they were moving into weren't necessarily their homes because it was up to Warren Jeffs who got to live where and when and when they moved out or moved in, it was... I mean, who would want to spend all this time and effort on something that you could lose the next day? I was just thinking that. That's where my mind went is like, you know, your family was pretty stable compared to a lot of other families too, with your father being the mayor and that position of power that he had as a patriarch as well within the church. He probably had a lot more stability than a lot of other families in the community. And so, yeah, why are you going to put that much money or time or effort into something that you could just be moved right back out of. Right. Now, ours wasn't the only home that was finished on the outside. There were a lot of homes that people took a lot of pride in making sure it looked really nice on the outside as well. But when you drive through the town of Colorado City or Hilldale, mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of unfinished homes. Yeah, and very common. those are the homes that stand out. Those are the homes that people wonder about because they're huge in some cases. Like my neighbor's home here, very, very big home. But just not looking very well kept. And so that's where people wonder what's going on there. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear more about what it was like for Sam to grow up in polygamy, then please like and subscribe and stay tuned for our next episode. And we're going to see how you felt about uh, being to the city offices. (laughs) We'll meet you all at the city hall where uh, my father worked for the whole time I was living out there and for many years before I was born as the mayor of Hilldale, Utah. Talk to y'all soon. We'll talk to you soon.